Welcome to the DC Beer Show, everyone. We are at DC Beer across social media. Mike Stein, what is in your Stein tonight? Well, thanks for asking, Jacob Scoopsberg. Tonight, I am having Bullpen Pilsner, the Great American Beer Festival award-winning Pilsner. And the reason I'm having that is because my good friend, Jamal Lemon, is a James Beard Media Award winner for the food waste category and i have helped jamal research his come hell or high water oysters brewing and how the cummies and beignets could end sea level rise in charleston so collectively we are james beard award winners and it feels so good so why not celebrate with a medal winning beer atlas brewers bull pen pilsner brandy what are you drinking now or what have you recently had to wet your whistle this magically appeared in my refrigerator, and I'm really not mad about it. It's Root and Branch, which I really do like their stuff. I was hanging out at Andy of the Andy Awards, and he, we drank a couple of Root and Branch. This one is Historical Society. It is a English dark mild ale. Ah, it's so good. Um, ABV's not on it, um, but it uh, has East Kit. Golding hops, so that's pretty cool. So shout out to uh, Root and Branch because this is a delicious beer, Mister uh, Mister Jordan. What's uh, what's in your pint? You know, sticking with the haze craze as I still mourn my beloved Astrolab. You know, rest in peace. But obviously, a tremendous run. I'm sipping some other half. You know, that's my next neighborhood haze factory. And shout out to Third Hill. We're excited for what you guys do next, but. Having some Stacks on Stacks Southern Hemisphere Double Dry Hopped Imperial India Pale Ale. Uh, delicious brew. Enjoying that. Uh, excited for all of the other half trivias we have to come. So definitely come check us out on Wednesdays. But yeah, Jake, what are you drinking? I've got here the Bitter Geezer. The ESB, speaking of Goldings, Fuggles, and all things British from Elder Pine. Paired very nicely with a uh, cabbage stir-fry. I'm going to do that again. A little umami from the malt, umami from the soy. Nicely done. Good job, Elder Pine. I recommend it. All right. We've got event upcoming. Jordan, you want to start us off? What's on the docket? Most definitely. So, today being Friday the 9th, I want to give you guys something to look forward to for next Friday. Definitely make your way down to Old Alexandria. There's a portside and Old Town Summer Festival that'll be taking place starting at 5.30 on Friday, and it carries over into Saturday as well. Uh, I think they'll be kicking things off at 12 on Saturday and 5.30 on Friday. Outside of that, uh, one of my beloved Hayes factories of the New England Corridor, Trillium, they'll be doing a tap takeover, excuse me, a total takeover pop-up can release on the 17th, which is that Saturday as well. That starts at 10 at Church Key. And then if you come back later on that day at Church Key, you can still get some of that, those good old Trillium brews and meet just some of the folks come down to represent Trillium. I'm obviously looking forward to that. There'll be a hip hop and craft beer bottle share uh, with Trillium starting at 4 p.m. on June 17th, that Friday, excuse me, that Saturday. And, uh, you know, that's just something to keep in mind for those celebrating Father's Day as next weekend is Father's Day weekend. Outside of that, I'm really looking forward to drinking with good old Wheatland Springs for their land beer fest on the morrow, Saturday the 10th. 
What are you guys tracking in terms of events? Yeah, I'm, I'll am i be there. Jordan will be there. Jake will be there. Jake and I are going to ride to all the way out to Wheatland together. And we'll get there fast because how we both drive. So can't wait to see everybody. And it's uh, hopefully we'll see some awesome Women's Brew Culture Club folks there too. But then Sunday is beer share day. It's a very busy weekend and our livers might be a little upset with us on Monday, but that's okay because it'll it'll recover. It'll be fine. But our beer share this month is at Blue Jacket. So much love to Blue Jacket. You guys are putting out the best beers and doing great, great events. Sending love. So if you still need to RSVP for the beer share, make sure you do so. Just reach out to us. We'll get you in touch. The RSVP is dcbeer.com slash newsletter, and I can give you three reasons to attend the beer share. Each one of those reasons is a liter of Sierra Nevada celebration in a three-liter bottle, courtesy of our very own Mike Stein. Good looking out there. Three liters coming at you. Not to be confused with three liters who we'll hear from two of them later on the show tonight. But what else do we have aside from our DC beer, our June DC beer share taking place at Blue Jacket? Jordan, what do you got? Just to circle back to, I mentioned the other half, is that's what I'm having at the moment, but Atlas Brew Works, they're having a tell a corny dad joke on Father's Day. So you definitely get a free beer at Atlas Ivy City this Father's Day. If you want to check them out or if you're in the area, that'll be on excuse me Sunday starting at 1 p.m. So you can definitely sleep in a bit, you know, rest up from those that might be going to the Wheatland Land Beer Fest and those that might just want to split their time between our beer share and Atlas. You can, you know, make it a fine D.C. day and, and do some Navy Yard and then do some Ivy City. And lastly, we have Guinness hey. Open Gate Brewery hosting the Arts and Drafts Festival June 24th, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., that's the following, or, or the, excuse me, the subsequent Saturday. So two Saturdays away, or excuse me, three Saturdays away since today's Friday. There's something to look forward to. So, so obviously, you know, happy Pride. Shout out to everyone celebrating Pride. Shout out to everyone celebrating any and everything this month. Graduation, being out of school, Father's Day, all the fun things. But yeah, these are just some of the beer events that we're tracking. I want to shout out some people. Our Patreon members. Hey, Patreon members. We love you so much. As always, lovely, lovely Thor Cheston and Bill Butcher of Port City and Justin Brody, who actually will be our next guest later on this month. So shout out to Justin and exciting things coming down his way. And then, you know, I want to give some, you know, some kind thank yous to a few of our Patreon members. They're there and they're doing stuff and I love you guys for that. So Matt Winterhalter, thank you for, for supporting us. And Stephen Clays, thank you for supporting us. Matt B, Julie at Denizens, thank you. And of course, Bill DeBon. So shout out to everybody. And if you are interested in being a Patreon member, you def should because you get lots of discounts and you get to hang out with us because we're really, really cool. At least we think we're cool. We're nice at least. So. <laughs> and you fund you fund all of my articles that are exclusively about Maryland beer. Exactly. Whether you like them or not. Yes. Because I, for one, I don't like them unless they're expanding. So, you know, shout out to Silver Branch and their recent news. Yes. Good work. But yeah, we, we definitely appreciate all the support, all of the love. And again, if you don't like us, 
we're at least where the beer is. So come, come see us for that reason. Like Ciara, we have the goodies. I do want to shout out one. Oh, that was a throwback event. I got, I got people cracking up in the background. Very nice. Two more events worth noting. Denizens is doing a pride event. It is a spoken word queering sound. It's a mini festival on the 13th. So that'll be coming up next week. We're going to keep it pride with Red Bear and DC Brow in a moment, but we're going to mention that one. And then our occasionally very own Phil Runko is going to be pouring at the Arlington Brew Shop. He's going to be pouring Ocelot beers. And you can listen to the previous podcast because we had Julian Beth on that one. But anyway, since we're talking guests, let's kick it with Red Bear and DC Brow. Brandy, take us away. I have not one, but two lovely folks joining the podcast tonight. One of my dear friends, Simon B. of Red Bear, and my other dear friend, Brandon Skull from DC Brow. Hi guys, thanks for coming on. Hey Brandy. Hey, thanks for having us. It's been a while. I think Simon's been on several times. <laughs> so I think it's been a while since Brandon's <laughs> been on. So let's let's start with a couple of questions. Brandon, with DC Brow being the yes. longest running brewery in the district, what do you think has kept DC Brow going so strong with so many other breweries closing? And what advice would you give a new brewery owner slash owners? Oh, man, the tough <laughs> questions right from the start. Wow. Well, first of all, look, the past several years have been very hard. The pandemic has has really hit our industry in a way that I think is going to be hard to see the full impact of until about 24, uh, maybe you know, two years from now, I think we'll, we'll be able to finally see the impact that COVID really had. Um, but it's, it's been a challenge. It's been hard. And I mean, our, we pivoted on a few things during the pandemic that helped to get us through. We started contract brewing with much more serious intention. Um, we really took a hard look at all of our finances. Um, we started subleasing space at the brewery that we weren't using. There's been, you know, several things that we did, but we, we, pretty much took a, a look at our business and looked for any places that we were leaving possible income on the table and not just the traditional revenue streams. What alternative revenue streams can we create? I mean, you know, people don't get into opening breweries so that they can eventually sublease extra space to other businesses. But at the end of the day, this is a, a, a scrappy industry and we all started with, you know, what we could in order to get our breweries open and the pandemic sort of reset our mindset at the brewery, at least into that, you know, survivalist, how do we get through to the next year mentality? So I would say for new breweries starting out, you know, always remember that this is a business first and foremost. It's really easy to get sidetracked because of all the passion we've all got for what we do, but you do have to keep that business mentality. So I'd say always, um, you know, put your books first, uh, even though that can be hard and um, always make room to be flexible. Um, don't get too, you know, set in your ways with anything. Always be ready that if you might have to pivot or you might have to look for, you know, an option that you didn't think you would have to a year ago, that's okay. That's all right. That was an excellent answer. Well done, Brandon. And very true that everything that was like shaking my head uh, fervently the whole time you were talking. I was like, yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Um, 
Simon, I wanted to ask, and I'm good. It's going to be a big question, um, but uh, the climate is really, really, really shitty right now for the LGBTQ plus people and their friends and family. Give us some words of wisdom <laughs> and and tell us how Red Bear is making an impact in the community during this tumultuous time. We're doing all sorts of things like we're trying to really uh, support our drag performers, um, as you may or may not know. Um, well, your audience may or may not know. Uh, we actually do that all year round. Uh, we have the uh, house queen, Desiree Dick. Hey, Desiree. Um, who does a lot of shows uh, with us. Uh, she's actually been on this podcast, I think, a yep. couple times. But uh, anyway, so uh, really making sure that we are supporting these performers. We do do shows with them year round, but we're really hitting it hard this year. We actually just had a show last weekend with um, Raj O'Hara, which is one of the stars from RuPaul. So that was a really good show, and it was a great opportunity for a lot of our local talent to be able to kind of mix with that and see and be able to perform in like a higher level show. So that's a lot of the stuff that we're doing. Um, Pride Month is just generally a crazy busy month for us being known as an lgbtq brewery i mean it's just it's just madness pretty much all month long but i kind of want to highlight the things that we do year round so um every every second and fourth tuesday uh we always do drag bingo so that's probably something that uh if you look out um pretty soon it's going to become a weekly thing um we also do uh rupaul um uh, all-star showings on Friday uh, right now. So we do a lot of things that just kind of connect to the community. And it's uh, we're in a very, very weird kind of unique uh, space because uh, in a lot of ways, we operate a little bit like a gay bar, but, uh, but we're also uh, very much invested in the brewing scene. So we're, we're always treading that line between those two different uh, things, which is difficult and weird, but also a lot of fun. Yeah. You both have fantastic brew staff. Um, I I adore the folks over at, at at Brow and you know I Devin and Nicole are crushing it over at Red Bear. So kudos to yeah, you both are. for having fantastic folks on the brew deck um, and putting out endlessly great beer. So shout out to your staff. Speaking of the beer. Can you tell our audience why specifically you're here with us tonight? Um, the what year is this? The the sixth annual, sixth, the, the annual, sixth yeah, year, yeah, Pride, yeah, beer that DC Brow always does. This year it's a collab with Red Bear. Yes. So tell everybody about that. Well, it's the sixth year we've done it, but it's the inaugural collab. It's the first time we've ever collaborated for for Pride Pills, and it it seemed like it was time to like bring this this idea of this beer out from just being something that was just DC Brow and start to expand it into the community. And I would love to see it expand in future years as well, welcoming other breweries into the fold. But for us, it was just a really exciting experience to reach out and and give um, Pride Pills a little bit more of a dynamic uh, uh, flavor and also just just bring in some of our friends to be a part of the process. And we thought of Red Bear right off the bat. Yeah, we're so thankful for that. Um, it was such a fun experience. And um, I feel like the uh, the release party went really well. Um, and it's an awesome beer. It tastes great. It's super crisp. Um, yeah, uh, we couldn't be happier to be a uh, part of it's this. It's always, it, I mean, it's One usually a great I'm... beer every year. 
But I, I, I assumed that this was the first year there was a collab, which is awesome. But usually you have a contest for the art, though, which gets everybody so excited That's about right. it. Yeah. So tell us about the art, too, if you don't mind. Yeah. So last year and this year, Cord Bazera did the art, who is an awesome artist that was arranged through the Washington Blade and Stephen Rutgers over at the Blade. Um, but uh, it's the first year, last year was that we had moved away from the contest structure, which was um, basically, you know, community submitted art for the label. And then we would have a an online contest where people would pick, you know, the winning label or get us down to the the top few winning labels. But that was a lot to manage. And, you know, going through the pandemic, um, it's just like everybody's resources had been a lot, a lot less tight and uh, or a lot more tight. And so last year when we brought this idea back, we tried to streamline it, make it a little bit easier to operate. And that was when Cord came in. And both of the labels he's done for the beers have been fantastic. They're gorgeous. I don't think we could be more pleased. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, this one this year is so striking. Yeah. Oh, like, a, there should be posters. should be shirts, you know. Like, um, uh, you, I know Brow. I used to walk with DC Brow in the Pride Parade many years in a row. Mm -hmm. Actually, wore my old school, uh, one of my parade shirts yesterday. Um, the, nice. I, Simon, has Red Bear walked in the parade like made a big thing about it we have the very first year when we were opening and we've been wanting to do a little bit more uh, we were even talking about doing a float but um unfortunately as <laughs> brendan was kind of talking about earlier the uh, uh the pandemic has caused uh several years of um unfortunately having to uh pivot and do other things so we haven't we haven't been able to do anything for the last couple of years but probably next year We'll we'll figure something out whether that's a float or if we walk in in it, but we'll be involved in some way. Is the Pride Pills um is there like a fundraiser attached to or like um isn't it go some of those proceeds go to yeah they go to two nonprofits so yeah so the the proceeds are split between Smile and the Blade Foundation. Smile does a lot of really awesome work with um, with with like youth, um, which I think is really crucial. Um, and then the Blade Foundation does a lot of archiving and preservation of records and stuff and stories and media. And obviously, Stephen Rutgers is associated with the Blade Foundation. So who came to who about the collab? And uh, have you guys done a collab before? Because Simon, I know you've done some collabs with like silver branch and and yeah. black viking and um, yeah no um brandon came to us uh in, in fact just shot me a text one day it was like hey what do you think about this i was like yes obviously yeah well I, you know simon was very excited to collaborate and in the spirit of collaboration wanted it to be just that a true collaboration so um he came to the table with some ideas of how he could change the beer um and we all like them um he you know thought hey Pride Pills has always been a traditional German-style pills. What if we used some of the new American varieties and made more of a new-school Pilsner? Um, and so he actually uh, brought some Citra hops into the equation, and um, I think the beer turned out really, really well. Yeah, yeah, we tried it, and thought it was thought it was pretty great. So, yeah, we're excited. That's awesome. And I'm assuming it's available at both places, at both your, at both your breweries. 
available at both of the breweries and you'll also see it throughout town. And one note is that over the past six years, we have raised almost $50,000 for these two groups. And this year we anticipate that we will push that line up above the $50,000 mark. So it feels good that this is a project that raises real cash for nonprofits that do need these funds right here in the nation's capital. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, that's so, so awesome and definitely core to our branding as well. So yeah, the whole thing just works out great. Great. So folks, I know it's Pride Month and it's a busy, lovely month, but definitely go find the Pride Pills, go support, go visit DC Brow. DC Brow has like open mic nights every Friday. Have They have all kinds of events. You could also find DC Brow beer at the 930 Club and the Anthem, which is very exciting because Brow now has a partnership with IMP um, and uh, and Red Bear always constantly, endlessly has really fun, um, gay-friendly, family-friendly events, tons of drag. So, you know, drag, nobody's going to drag them down. They're going to always have their drag going on at Red Bear. So go check everybody out. Brandon and Simon, thank you so, so much for coming on. I can't wait for everybody to hear more about all your upcoming plans and adventures. And uh, I'd love to have you guys on again soon, even do like a mini, a mini pod. <laughs> so love it. Yeah. Happy Pride. And uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah. Happy Pride. Pride Cheers. Thank you very much, Simon at Red Bear. Thank you very much, Brandon at DC Brow. It's really cool to see these two breweries come together. Um, I know times it's hard. It's hard times out there. We see the headlines um, that this sort of solidarity in DC is much appreciated right now. All right, parting shots, thoughts. Obviously, bunch of beer events coming up um, this weekend. We will see you all out and about. I'm sorry for your loss. That's all I'm gonna say. We're losing, we're losing breweries left and right. But if you want to see your favorite brewery stay open, frequent them, go see them, talk to them, I'll let them know you love them. And even if their business isn't doing well, you want them to stay in business. So let them know, support. That's what we do. And we urge you to do the same. Thanks to all our Patreon subscribers. Thanks to everybody out there in Beerland for listening to us. DC Beer Media can be found across the social media platforms at DC Beer. Send us a DM, slide in there, let us know, hey, that article was great. Hey, that article, mm-mm, didn't like it so much. Well, why was that? Let us know. We thrive off your feedback and we love getting new Patreon subscribers. Hit us up, let us know what you think. Happy Pride Month, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.